0: I'm Emma Davis, amateur biologist.
1: And I'm Clay Davis, amateur at sex. We are the Animal Sexperts.
0: Join us on our journey to discover the wild, wet, and wonderful world of animal reproduction. Hello and happy Wednesday. Hi everybody. Feeling wet and wild. Nice. Clay. Yes. 2024 is a big year for the U.S. of A. Leap year. No. I mean, it is. Yes, but this is bigger than the presidential election. There is an event occurring in the animal kingdom.
1: An animal kingdom event. Is it a cicada hatch? (gasps) Did I get it?
0: Yeah. (laughs) So... This is a double brood emergence year. So that means in the cicada world, first of all, there are some cicadas that emerge annually. They're kind of like the vanilla cicadas of the animal world. They just like do their thing routinely. But you have these broods that emerge every 17 years. Yeah. Specifically, there's 12 of them. And some that emerge every 13 years. Specifically, there's three of them. And 2024 is going to be the first time that they all align on the same year in the last 200 years.
1: Shut the fuck up.
0: I know. <laughs> so those of us who experience that this year, none of us will see it ever happen again in our lifetime. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: I did not know that.
0: So this is primarily not in our part of the country. It's around like Illinois, yeah. and Iowa, Wisconsin, Indiana, Michigan. But that's okay. It's still cool.
1: I remember growing up, we would have them in Ohio. Yes. But never a a double emergence.
0: Never a double brood year. (laughs) And just so we're clear, cicadas are not locusts. They can be often confused because they have the weird, like, live in the ground and emerge creepiness. Yeah. But locusts are more of a threat to crops and cicadas are not as much.
1: We used to fish for bass with them. Like, we'd catch them and we'd throw them in. And the bass would just go nuts.
0: You're a real hillbilly. <laughs> <laughs> so these little buggers are between half an inch to three inches long, but their wingspans can be up to eight inches. Wow. hmm And contrary like to popular bat. belief, when they are in the ground, they are not dormant. It's larvae in the ground that are actually alive, slithering around, and they are just suckling on the roots of plants to get nutrients.
1: So they're alive. How long are they alive in the ground
0: for? For their full like periodical cycle, yeah, 13 wow. to 17 years, depending on the group. And they go through four or five molting cycles, like hatching out of their own skin under there.
1: Interesting. Did not know that.
0: They're very zombie-like. As a man familiar with the cicada life, yeah, you may know these things, but in areas of the country where they experience these events, people like literally plan their lives around it. So like, outdoor weddings, birthday parties, things sure. like that. Yeah, they don't want to do it during the cicada boom because it's too loud. They're
1: loud. Yeah, really loud.
0: And there's a thing that they call cicada rain. <laughs> you can see where this is going. Just they're bugs just, fall from the sky. No, it's their urine. Oh. They have like an all liquid diet, so like as soon as they eat, they're shitting basically nice. onto people. And so it's common for people to wear little cicada protection hats.
1: Interesting.
0: All right, so it's May. Things are blooming.
1: It's warm out.
0: Starting to get warm. Days are getting longer. As soon as the ground reaches 64 degrees, and we're talking eight inches below the surface, Mm -hmm. emergence happens. And an estimated one and a half million cicada come out per acre.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Per acre. 1.5 million per acre? Uh
0: Uh-huh. Those little... Buggers wiggle up to the surface, and it happens over like a one to three night period. It's after sunset; they come out of the ground and they scurry up into the trees and bushes as quickly as possible. I
1: could tell by your face that you are not.
0: I'm a little scared of it.
1: <laughs> we used to find that because they would like climb up a tree, and then they would shed their like exoskeleton, and then they would like fly off, and you'd find their little exoskeletons like stuck to trees and stuff.
0: And you'd probably eat them.
1: I don't remember eating them, but I remember playing. I probably did, but, you know, just played with
0: them. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. You know. Anyways, so when they come out, they're white with red eyes. Oh. I told you they're little zombies. And then once they're in the trees, their exoskeletons harden up and their wings do too. Yeah. And they will fly into hardwood trees and shrubs. And the males all congregate together. They come out first. They gather up all the bros and they sing as a beautiful chorus to help attract females.
1: I do remember, you know, hearing when this would occur when I was a, a child. I remember hearing how loud they were. Yeah. And they were same thing. Yeah, they were very loud. Again, never in a double emergence yeah. here.
0: To make their beautiful song, they rub their wings on a special external organ called a organ which creates these rapid-click noises, and they make two different sounds, one to attract mates and one to repel predators. Oh, wow. Their sound can be deafening, literally. They can reach up to 120 decibels, which is as loud as a chainsaw.
1: Nice. Chainsaws yeah. aren't that loud, really. Let's be.
0: That's because you're partially deaf from using <laughs> chainsaws without your protection. Safety is sexy, remember that. Once a female is attracted to the male's song... She responds by flicking her wings, and he replies by changing to a courtship song, and they sing together until they come together to mate. That's beautiful. Harmonious. That's so beautiful. Harmonious lovemaking.
1: <laughs> he shows her his external organ.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Great. Good one. Thank you.
1: I've been thinking of an external organ joke like since he <laughs> said external organ and... Honestly, I'm a little disappointed in what I came up with, but I, had, I couldn't let it pass.
0: <laughs> Anyways, as they mate, their positions will vary. Sometimes they're flying, walking. Sometimes they fall right out of the tree because they're mating for three to five hours.
1: Marathon session.
0: Uh huh. And then he will put a little cherry on top and sometimes put what it is called a copulatory plug inside of her, Mm. which is basically dried ejaculate to block off other males from penetrating her.
1: Wow. That is aggressive. Possessive. (laughs) Possessive.
0: (laughs) And so males will continue to try to mate with other females, but females one and done, you know, that's it as they say. And so she will swat away any further attempts. Mm. Another interesting thing. Males are at risk of contracting an infection that's actually a fungus that eats away their genitals and abdomen so they can't reproduce. What? But it literally makes them like sex drunk. They just want to mate as much as possible. And it's that fungus taking over them, trying to spread the fungus. And so they try to make the noises of males and females to attract anyone they can to basically have sex with them and give them the fungus. Anyways, after they successfully mate... She will dig little burrows into branches and lay between 400 and 600 eggs in the little twigs. In six weeks, all these little baby cicadas named nymphs Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. will hatch and chew through the branch tips, making them fall to the ground where these little nymphs will burrow back into the earth and wait for the next you know, 13 to 17 years until it's their time to shine.
1: What an odd, like, life cycle. And I know there's like a, there's a name for it, but like the adaptation where you like overwhelm predators by having like a...
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This is a defense mechanism because there's so many of them, 1.5 million per acre. Yeah. It becomes a little snack fest for all these rodents and birds and things. And because there's so many of them, they have more likelihood of surviving if they all hatch at the same time. Yeah, wild. So... This might kill some of the small shrubs and trees, but your big shrubs, trees, they're fine. Just <laughs> just get a little trimming. Sometimes it makes them a little healthier even. Sure. The adults typically live two to six weeks after mating, but like we talked about, it's often cut short yeah. by predation. And then the nymphs will live for a full periodical cycle, 13 to 17 years in the ground, just growing.
1: Eating little roots and
0: things. Yep, getting bigger and bigger, little gelatinous blobs. Wild. One more interesting fact. There is a cicada killer wasp.
1: I have seen those. Yeah. Yes. They're
0: kind of cool looking. Yeah. Kind of metal. They have a stinger that can pierce through the exoskeleton of these cicadas. It injects the cicada with venom and paralyzes it. Doesn't kill it, but then brings it back to its lair where it will (laughs) lay its eggs on the cicada and then the wasp larva will eat the paralyzed cicada alive.
1: Wow. I like that you said layer like it was like a villain.
0: Yeah, kind of. That's like how I imagine villain. all wasps.
1: <laughs> they're all, they all have a villain layer.
0: Uh huh. It's dark in there. Yeah. There's ominous music.
1: They talk about how they're going to take over the world.
0: They laugh like this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> cool. That's
0: all I got. Thanks for joining me.
1: Yeah, cicadas. All right. Well, I'm hope. Do we have any here in Oregon?
0: We have some annual ones. Again, kind of bland, boring. I think they're fairly small and. Relation,
1: But we're not going to like be privy to this cicada explosion.
0: Not unless you're ready to fly across the country, which I'm in.
1: My homeland, God's country, Cleveland.
0: That's what a sexpert does, you know, is follows the <laughs> travel, science. Travel where the sex follows is. Follows the sex. <laughs> <laughs> like a hound dog sniffs it out.
1: <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thanks, Emma. That was uh, very informative.
0: Yeah, we'll see you guys next month. Love you, mean it. Bye.